Hello everyone, welcome to Optin 101 podcast. I am Akshay and here again with my co-host Sayan. Yes, my friend, you are stuck with me. Yeah. So, I mean, how are you doing? I am It's a very important question I must ask. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I my my health took a, a minor tumble down slope recently. No, no, no. You are having old age problems. <laughs> you are older than me. Still, it was a genetic health condition and and the doctor told you that. Anyway, you can pass it off as a motorcycle accident. If no, somebody asks. No, no, no. People are already already behind my motorcycle. People are already asking me to give up on motorcycles and get a car. Like if you're going to say that if you, if you're going to say that on podcast again uh, that old age problems. <laughs> anyway, but but this actually brings me to to something interesting to start off with before we pick anything else we have listed down for this episode. Okay. What's that? So, uh, obviously you're well aware the doctor uh, like after the the recent minor health issue, the doctor asked me to to stay away from motorcycles for a while, right? Okay. And since I've been cycling more, I've also been cycling through the day. Otherwise, as you know already, I I used to use cycle only as a mode of sort of exercising in the in the morning. Right. Right. I didn't realize how stupid some car drivers are until I started using cycle through the day at at multiple times through the day. I I have stopped cycling for the last decade. I am lazy. I know that. I am lazy. (laughs) I've got a thirty-eight inch paunch. I know that. But other than that, it scares the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah it, it, it does indeed. It, it, it feels very unsafe on the roads. Right. Like, like just I was telling you right before we started recording this podcast, I, I had two close calls and I was not even on main roads. I was literally in the in the inner roads of the sector I live in. Right. Buying an X-Pulse even gave me a, you know, a fair idea of how going oh, slow, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, slow yes. on that, roads, Indian that roads, how unsafe it is. So, uh, yeah, of course. So, uh, the, the motorcycle. When we bought another motorcycle which was slower, both of us on different occasions had incidents which gave us a scare simply because we couldn't quickly escape sticky situations. Right. Right. So, I, I think basically more power saves lives. <laughs> it is. Yeah. After buying Xbox, I, I noticed that. Right. right. It, 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 I mean, obviously, we are joking about it when we say more power saves lives, but it it it. But it's a fact. It applies. It's, it's a applies fact. because even if you are overtaking, for instance, a truck or a car on a road, and, and and this applies for both motorcycles, cars, or any any kind of vehicle you have. Like even if you are overtaking someone, you are spending much lesser time next to another vehicle. Right. When you are likely to have any incident that can cause damage. On my Xbox, I have to remember all my physics equations and mathematical equations I learned in school. <laughs> right. For a KTM, I, I don't even have to think about anything. Right, right. Because I can throttle out in of the, any situation. In the early days, this happened a lot with both you and I. And of course, when we compared notes, we realized both of us are facing the same issues. Right. That uh, you pull out, you turn the throttle, you realize you are way too heavy and the motorcycle is way too underpowered. Uh, nothing happens and then you pull back in again. As the saying goes, drop a gear. Disappear. But no. it, it, it does not apply uh-huh. for expulse. <laughs> drop drop a gear, make more noise, uh, be embarrassed, then wait for the next opportunity to overtake. That's how it goes there. Okay, we sway away. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I think... But before we start, I guess this is uh, the first episode, like, I mean, uh, the last episode came out 20 days back, right? Yeah, because 
I was in hospital and I couldn't edit the episode. Otherwise, it was yet, recorded. Yet it is good. It is our second episode in one in in, in less than month. a month. In less in than a month. So that, month. That's actually impressive. That's actually quite a record. I I think we haven't done any episode in in a reasonable amount of time so far, right? <laughs> we are getting better. Ha, so so the, like so I said this, in the this last is, this episode, is quite odd that you have been horribly busy with your work. Right. I have been busy with my work because obviously because of the medical situation, I, I skipped on a lot of work. Right. and yet this is the first time we are bringing out another episode in a reasonable time frame but uh, the response we are getting from our listeners is one of the biggest reasons yeah because it's inspiring it's like it's, it's, it's actually good it's actually good in fact in fact uh, right before you right after you arrived uh, a friend of mine who gave us very critical feedback uh, if you remember before the last episode right so he actually pinged to ask that i'm waiting for the next episode of your podcast when are you going to record that that's good yeah so 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 like uh, i'm happy <laughs> exactly so uh, i i'm quite glad that he he asked So anyway, uh, I asked you to pick the topics for this time, and I don't think you've picked any specific topic. Of no. course, because you are lazy. Yes, usually, but again, we are going to talk about electric cars. Basically, we are going to talk about uh, if we are going to have we are going to do a commentary on what has happened over the past few right, weeks. Right, because that is the only theme of all the news that we are getting in the last that we got in the last couple of weeks, right? Right. Mostly, it's it's only about electric cars. Right. So I guess, I guess we should now. It's time that we should drop the Octane One Hundred One name <laughs> and Electric One Hundred One. Something like that. <laughs> no, Electric One Hundred One doesn't sound too bad. What what should we start off with? I think the biggest news that came out in the last couple of weeks was Jaguar announcing uh, that it's going to go all electric by twenty twenty five. Oh, uh, I think most others are sticking to a 2030 timeline. So 2025 from and Jaguar, Jaguar is like right, going way too aggressive here. Right, it came out as a complete surprise to a lot for me as well, because uh, Jaguar has been one of the brands which has not been quite aggressive, let's say, or very in general or in active. general over their entire existence. in adopting new stuff <laughs> right and especially in electric cars i think they were even fined uh, by european union for being for not meeting the emissions uh, average regulation something like that right, I, right. I, the average emission I, so was that for jaguar or was that for volkswagen as well i think volkswagen also slapped by a couple of gram per kilometer average okay, emission okay. so they they were fined mm-hmm. i i forgot the news but yes so jaguar all of a sudden came out and said that we are going to go all electric by 2025 It's very aggressive, right? But but they are 2021, and they have a super car. Like, but but the point is that if some like if you say you're gonna lose weight by next month, I will start <laughs> seeing some change today. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm gonna give you a very surprising bit of information. Right. Do you know that what's the only car Jaguar has which is all electric? Uh, it's that uh, crossover I Pace, which was which, launched was, which in, was launched in India like today. Right. Uh, un- unless I forget to edit this episode, then in that case it was launched last month. <laughs> okay. So yeah. And do you know that Jaguar actually doesn't build I Pace? I mean, like uh, they haven't designed it or like they designed by it. Jaguar. So it was designed by Ian Callum, which who was one oh, of the right, right, most famous, of course, right, right, yeah. uh, designers. But it is it has been outsourced to an Austrian company called Magnastel. Okay, well, are you sure you're pronouncing it right? I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's an Austrian name. These are complicated it's, words. It's German name. We are Indian. 
we cannot do that but anyway yeah. it's the company which builds uh, bmw z4 and uh, toyota supra and it oh, has i thought these were both built by bmw no <laughs> and uh, magister is actually building ipace for jaguar and for a company which is outsourcing its uh, it's it's all electric only all, all electric offering to a, a third party company right it is very very odd for them to say come up with a very aggressive plan i, I don't know maybe maybe it is uh, you know just a way to optimize cost because like let's be honest that's what everyone has i get it but still like you are saying your entire lineup is going to go all electric you will only say when you have when you're setting on something very substantial right 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 yeah fair enough matlab that's exactly you already saying. spent a lot of money on developing uh, some something on electric platforms something you have made partnerships right very fruitful partnerships then you can say that you can come up with a very this a timeline like this so and ford has a timeline for 2030 right ford has a timeline of 2030 of coming up with only all electric uh, lineup passenger. only in europe only in europe and for passenger vehicles only like passenger vehicles about 60 70% for commercial yes i think something like that in that right. ballpark but volvo again 2030 Volvo we know Volvo has been spending a lot of yeah, money but, but that's the thing Volvo you see action Volvo exactly. at least has, has like a lot of PHEVs although uh, even this the uh, JLR also has PHEVs that we recently found out right yeah which but is, we are talking about all electric here right right of course we will talk about PHEVs but here we are, see Volvo under no, no, my my point is just that PHEV indicates sort of a step in that direction that's right. all i'm trying to say true true But the thing with Volvo is under the ownership of Geely, the Chinese company Geely or Geely, whatever you call it. I right, know. right, yeah. Uh, they have been doing a lot, spending a lot of money on electric powertrains and on this technology. Right, we can true. see that Polestar two, Polestar two two, right? Yeah, it's plus, all electric. Plus the XC forty uh, recharge, recharge C forty recharge, which was recently launched. Right, plus the uh, I'm gonna mention a PHEV again, but this XC ninety PHEV. Right, but that's again a PHEV. Yeah, but, but they have been that, spending a lot that, of money that has some battery range. technology and all, and we can see that happening. But the Jaguar, we, it, it's it's very odd. I don't know. And saying that entire range and Jaguar yeah, has the entire very, range with an aggressive timeline is is what surprises me. And like, like we have Volvo twenty thirty seems doable. We have F type, we have E type, and all these cars, right? Uh, sorry. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, you're sorry. going oh, way sorry. too far back with the time. Sorry, I was. <laughs> you're talking about E-Pace. X E, sorry, X. Oh, X E. Okay. I, I'm. I was a little too over today. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so all these cars, these are very. They, uh, they're doing well in the market. Not really well, but they're they're still very traditional. They're not messed up. <laughs> they're not messed up significantly. Right. So like you, as some car companies are struggling, they're not. To replace them with all electric cars is very very. Like it, it, it came as a shocker to me. I don't know how did you take this news, but it was pretty, yeah, I mean, pretty like, interesting. Like, like, like I said in the very beginning, they are going to spend two point five billion dollars every year into just developing this EV technology. I don't know. I it, it, it is strange. Uh, but so I, 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 I have, I have, I actually have a question here. Uh, Before that, I'll have a question. Uh, I have a question for you. Right. How do you think tradition? So we have. Jaguar fans, right? Very vocal fans. How are they are very traditional internal combustion petrol engine lovers, right? We right. we know that they they love their Jaguars. How are they going to react to this news? Ah, uh, I I don't think Jaguar has that kind of uh, buyers who will be bothered by this. I mean, I am I I'm, I think you're wrong on this because 
Jaguar and Land Rover hmm. have a very strong fan base in in the UK. Right. Yeah. In a little bit in Europe and in the US. Right. Right. Even though the sales figures do not don't indicate that quite indicate yeah. that, but still, uh, they 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 still expect their cars to be you know very traditional. So I'll I'll cut you in here. Okay. I'm saying this. Feels like a bigger problem for a brand like Dodge or a fra- brand like Jeep. Yes, it or is. Or a brand like uh, maybe for certain Ford products. Let's say Harley Davidson. Or, Harley or, or a brand like Harley Davidson, which Harley basically Davidson? has average average buyer ages in like senior citizen window. I'm Let me paint you a picture, right? Yeah. Harley Davidson came up with a motorcycle called Livewire. Livewire. It is. Or uh, Harley has too many wires hanging around. By the way, there is a rewire strategy. There is a live wire motorcycle. Right. They are rewiring their business strategy. Anyway, I'm, I'm confused between all these right. wires. But anyway, just just think about it like this: like Harley Davidson came up with this live wire motorcycle a couple of years back, right? And they said this Looks is impressive. our motorcycle. It is impressive. And all of a sudden, it says like by 2025, all our motorcycles are going to be electric. Hmm. Is it not going to shock you? Yeah, right? it is again, 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 I'm not disagreeing there. The 2025 timeline is aggressive, but again, a typical and I don't have the data to back that. I'm saying this basic, but the, the only thing I can see working for a Jaguar here is Jaguar is a luxury car maker. Right. They can take that gamble, and Jaguar is particularly not doing well. Their sales figures have been dropping pretty significantly. Plus, they uh, they are making a lot of losses. People, people like the brand, whether they are putting their money or not. Right. People like that brand. So even if a brand brand like Jaguar moves into new segments to sell their electric products, right? Maybe they have a chance there. Harley Davidson, like we spoke about, they they have sort of defined themselves very strongly with one kind of product, with one kind of buyer. And right now, no other buyer segment does, even wants to look at the brand and. That's why I'm, I'm saying something like moving to an entirely different powertrain or, or like moving to entirely electric is tougher for a brand like that or a brand like Dodge that is basically associated with noise. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to uh, look down at Dodge cars here. I'm just saying that that's what people immediately think of when they think of a brand like Dodge. Right. Yeah. Like loud. A, a violent muscle cars. Similar stuff is like the that. case with Jaguar as well. If you remember F-Type. People bought V8. Yeah, but, but F Type F Type is just one of them. Like their like their F Pace sells. X E is selling. XF buyers are there. E Pace buyers still, are there. Still, it's is the same case with GM as well. Their other cars no, are sell as well. But people associate I'm GM. I'm talking brand specifically. Same. That's what I'm saying. So people do associate those companies with their burly their offerings. I can say. Anyway, uh, I that that is the question. Uh, that is the thing I need to see. Like, should Jaguar have gone uh, with the with the uh, plan of you know slowly changing their lineup uh, to electric? Like, honestly, or, we don't even know if that's gonna be possible by twenty twenty five. I know, I know. Right. It, it it is a very 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 optimistic optimistic timeline. Time but yeah, particularly considering that there is a lot of uncertainty. In the whole world right now, even though vaccination and all have started, right. it seems like I mean there are a lot of variables that would not be in play in a normal scenario. Right. Despite that fact, but uh, like two point five billion dollars a year, they are going to spend that money, uh, and and I don't know. They're but already in 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 huge losses. Uh, in fact, there was there was this whole news where Ta- uh, which which said that Tata is actually planning to break 
Jaguar and Land Rover. Yeah, but they did selling. because of the. They did, but yeah. because we know that they are they are losing money. Right, right. But again, uh, like I said, I don't see this to be as much a problem for Jaguar because they still have products in uh, I would say a wider variety of products. Then a lot of other brands, true, and I true. think some segment or the other, when moving to electric, will lead the charge. There is a good possibility that right now their most popular product is a luxury sedan. I, I don't know what their most popular product is. Right. I'm just saying there is a good possibility that right now their most popular product is a, a ninety thousand uh, dollar sedan. When going forward, it could be a, a, a sixty thousand dollar crossover. Right. There is a good possibility of that, but at least they have product in different the segments, so they can experiment. Is, the way I see it is, China has been one of the biggest customers for Jaguars for for a very long time. Yeah, because and they we look know, big, and China, India, they are very similar market. And and uh, if you have been following the news, China has been aggressively uh, adopting. EV cars, right, and lot of local uh, Chinese manufacturers local, are also been making impressive products. And uh, the graph of Jaguar has been dipping very fast. The way I see it is Jaguar. This is the only way to will lose Europe, gain China. No, even <laughs> in Europe, Europe has been aggressively like, right, right. I'm just saying uh, what the timelines. The, the timelines in Europe is much more aggressive than anywhere in the world. We know that for right. electric, yeah, electric. yeah, of course. So I don't know. Let's see. Anyway, anyway, moving on, moving on from Jaguar. It was very interesting. So I, I, we, we took up. Oh, by by the way, sorry. Now, now that we are at Jaguar, let's not come back to it again. So, uh, IPS launch. Uh, looked at, looked at the price. Oh my God! <laughs> it was funny. It was not entirely surprising, but a lot of uh, news portals came up with this, this, this uh, arbitrary estimation of seventy, eighty lakhs in the ballpark of seventy, eighty right. lakhs. That's like hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And then Jaguar comes up and says their car is priced at 1.04 to 1.08 crore or something like the that. The starting price it goes up to 1.3. Oh yes. Oh that I don't know. I I, I it goes up to 1.3. I if I'm not wrong. I, I, I think you're wrong. wrong. I think you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, you love saying that. But anyway, yeah. uh, 1.08. If 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 let's say 1.08 crores starting price. How do you see? Do you see Jaguar selling? So, in, in any case, I don't think these these uh, products are supposed to do volumes in India. Like there is uh, for similar price, there is a Mercedes uh, what EQC, right? The the ridiculously ugly one, right? Yeah, well, I, at least this this looks better than the Hatchback. It does definitely. I think it looks beautiful, right? Uh, even though it is a crossover, I hate the idea of crossovers. Uh, it still looks pretty. EQC does it, but the point is that at this price point, they anyway don't expect to do volumes. I think these are just headliner products to sort of I'll indicate the direction. I'll ask you a question, right? So we are asking a lot of questions today, but okay. It's go good, on. right? It's good. We are on a podcast. I am. I should ask you questions. No, next time bring a guest to ask questions. We will do that. <laughs> no, we are okay. saying that. Okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, we know that news around Tesla. Being launched in India has been doing rounds. Yeah, uh, not. It's coming. Yeah. It's not coming. We do not know. Right. But we know that there has been news. A lot of news around it, right? Including from government bodies. As government well, bodies. Government bodies are actually pushing it. That's the way I see it. But anyway, hmm. so buyers. Let's say there are a lot of buyers, very high ticket buyers, who want to buy electric cars, right? Hmm. And they they have if they are going to rush to Tesla. They're gonna rush to Tesla. Do, do you think they 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 actually might if if the news of Tesla 
being launched in India didn't come out in the last couple of months. Yeah. I guess they would have bought a Mercedes EQC or a I-Pace. I don't but think they still would have. I don't know. There are people who can buy it, but now yeah. with the news of Tesla, can buy and would buy is very different. I don't know. I'm what? So if if test with the news of Tesla being lost in India, I think they are if, now they are not even going to think about it. Yeah. E- even if these could be better value. E- I, I don't know. So Tesla Model 3 is a pretty kick-ass car, right? It has got better range. Again, again, again. But we don't know at what price, if it ever launches. Same price. Let's say okay. it's the same price. Yeah. I think then, obviously, Tesla Model 3 is a better value proposition from every which way. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the looks. I, I don't like it. And the fit and finish, things like right, that. Right. But, but again, why does the people... People will want to buy Tesla, that, right? Yeah, because that will massage the egos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So it's anyway. bad news for Jaguar, but anyway. But again, Jaguar was way too late to bring IPs to India. I guess it it was. I don't know. Early wouldn't have made any difference either. Uh, these these are hardly supposed to sell. These are supposed to indicate. No, but it it that did help. Their we are going case. in this direction. No, no, it is. It did help their case, right? Yeah. Anyway, it, it would it would would not have. I don't know. But bringing it late makes no. It it's not good news for them. Right. Anyway, so so for, for next. Uh, Let's talk about other brands that are going in this direction, which mm-hmm. is all the brands. Uh, but yeah, Volkswagen and Audi, I think, have announced that they won't be making any new. Right. So in in, in quick succession, both uh, the VW brands, like like Volkswagen and Audi, came out and said that they're not basically. Not really. Audi has bigger engines, uses bigger engines. Couple of them, but yeah, but at least in India, the, mo- the most important is the two-liter engine. Uh, turbocharged four four cylinder, right. which is which is pretty much found in all, most of their cars internationally. Right. So it's been around for a decade now, and huh? uh, yeah, it's oh. been there. I I don't know the model number. I I'm pretty bad with names. Same. Equal but but it's very interesting that uh, VW and Audi is not going to spend any more on developing new engines. Yeah, uh, particularly after the diesel gate. Right. Yeah. But still, like. Are we completely into electric cars? We have exactly what I was coming to. I mean, the, I've got I've got my notepad right here. Uh, we have about Volkswagen, Audi, Triumph, JLR, uh, then Ford, Volvo, Remac, Nikola. I don't know. Basically, all only electric cars. All are moving in electric direction. So, like, are we are we sure this is where we are going? Are we sure this is the future? Like since everyone is we have spent a couple of episodes talking about the challenges of electric cars and right. their ecosystem building the ecosystem and right. and all of a sudden we are giving such aggressive timelines. I know that these timelines are not going to stick. At least at least for a couple of countries. And, and honestly, maybe there are things that we can't foresee that right. will change the dynamics. Absolutely, there is a good possibility of that as well. But my point is, is since everyone is. Except Japanese brands. Actually. Japanese brands. I, I, <laughs> exactly. I, I, same I just point realized, I to talk about I just that. The Japanese brands have not committed so strongly to mm. electric yet. No. I think maybe maybe they are too smart. Like like you have seen with all the other products as well. They they make a kick-ass product. Right. Then they stick to it forever. Like Mazda. Mazda. Okay. So Mazda is still investing into IC engines. Yeah, IC but, engines but very interesting IC engines like multi-fuel engines and very all of those were Mazda only. Right, Mazda right. or Renault? Mazda. Mazda. Okay, I, 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 Mazda. I think Renault also it is, it, it, it has still not given up on rotary engines which is I, I don't huh? know. It's, yeah it is. Oh, okay. It's still spending money. I, I don't know. It's, yeah, but, but, but it's good news for people like us right. It, there is, it, it creates a range. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm at least speaking for myself. I'm not one of those uh, like I won't move to electric. I'll, I'll stick to IC engine. But the point is, it is good that development is happening on all fronts. Right. Like there is, it's not like everyone is moving in the same direction. There is someone trying to go in the other direction as well. Right. Because like, let's be honest, couple of years ago, and and actually not just couple of years ago. I, th- I think ever since I've been a kid, Honda uh, had FCX. Right, feels it. FCX, few FCX Clarity or something like that. Basically, that used to be a. a I fuel forget cell. the names, but yes. Yeah, that that used to be a fuel cell vehicle, and fuel cell again is electric only, obviously. Right. But instead of the the. Works in a different way. Instead of the batteries, basically hydrogen fuel cell is is um, running the whole thing. So my point is that since we are talking about having such aggressive timelines for electric, have we given up on all those? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because it 20, 2025 basically means that you know today what where you want to arrive at, what the direction of the company is gonna be. Because let's be honest, you need to have the next three four years mapped out very rigidly, right? To commit something like that, right? I I don't even understand how all even the major countries will switch to electric ecosystem, building an electric ecosystem and you know infrastructure around it so aggressively. So th- th- this was actually uh, uh, only a couple of days back. I was listening to uh, one of Matt Ferrer's podcast, Smoking Tire. Smoking Tire, and that's exactly what he was discussing with. Uh, I think Jason Fenske. Yes, yeah. I-, I sent you that episode. I think. Right. right. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but yeah. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so apparently, they did. Uh, one of their listeners actually commented that, and this was for US. Okay. That the capacity, the production capacity they've been increasing year on year, would actually be able to keep up with the the demand that was added for the, the demand will be added for uh, electric vehicles. In fact, this guy uh, Jason from Engineering Explained, he quoted the example of air conditioning. Okay. Because obviously there was a time when nobody used electric, uh, nobody used air conditioning. It was only found in in certain establishments. True. Right. And all of a sudden there was a transition and everyone had air conditioning in their homes. And this is not just US, this is India as well. Right. Right. Like growing up, we, we didn't have air conditioning in our homes. Right. Right. Right now, everyone does. Yes. But so, still, how hard was that transition? Right. No, but my, my point is this is heavy load on the grid. Right. Yeah. And uh, didn't really cause any major disruptions, even in India. We're just talking about that uh, about electricity production, right? We are we are no, talking about this is also adding load on the grid. And yes, it is just one problem, right? It is just one problem. Now we right, right, right. No, I'm, I'm just talking that specific problem right. only. There are there are obviously shitload of other challenges right. that we spoke about. I'm not saying that all of them can be addressed. And 2020 is a testament to how things can go wrong, how quickly things can go wrong, right? How again? Sorry, I'm I'm still hinged on that. 2020 is the year when a shitload of companies promised us driverless cars <laughs> tesla is still running beta test with people oh that that was big news right that whole, right, whole, yeah, whole, yeah. Whole, whole so let's not talk we'll uh, talk about uh, it uh, some other day but it was very interesting right yeah well let's let's keep it for the next episode or maybe some other other argument right but yeah i mean like we are we're nowhere close to full autonomous driving uh just today two stupid car drivers tried to run me over when i was on cycle we need driverless 
dismissed it so as you know not most of my colleagues are not not particularly petrolheads right so uh, they expected some com- comment from me when they shared the news and as like this, this is absolute bullshit because let's be honest nikola hasn't created any serious product yet right there is nothing out on the road with the nikola label running around right right and yet at one point they reached a market cap and quite ironically they are public and they reached a market cap of almost 28 29 billion usds right that was the right time now, when gm announced that they going to they they going to acquire like 11% of their stake right but even screw gm even today uh, their market cap stands about 5 billion usds so, so the reason why i picked up the gm news was because if you remember there was a hedge fund company uh, which uh, i don't know hindenburg or something some 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 uh, hedge fund company which came up with a report which said that nikola's entire ev technology is basically fraud no oh. and that's when gm pulled the plugs uh, on this whole deal and the stock tumbled down yet yet it is yet five it is such a bizarre thing because their t- total income till date is somewhat 70000 70 or 60 basically which is even less than tesla model s this your actual price actual price, price right right and you have got a company which sorry is, sorry uh, just a second so this uh, this revenue you were talking about you are talking about uh, this is actually business given to them uh, by the company ceo only right one car they sold and no, that was I, i'm not sure that if it was a car it was some electric installation work or something like that okay that was interesting yeah, i thought it, it was, was it was not a car order from what i remember and but I, anyway yeah. and the ceo right that was basically ordered by ceo only and you have got a company which which got a uh, market valuation market of cap of like market five, cap of what usd 5 billion and then no, it went to 28 billion dollars right it went to 28 29 which is yes. close to what ford at that time ford, right i think yes, similar exactly, to ford exactly which has been there for more than I mean, 100 the, years the, 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 the whole the whole equation of uh, tesla being valued more than all of these guys combined is ridiculous in itself but at least tesla has created a product that is out there people are driving it right and they are and it dominates the ev market and completely it, dominates the market not anymore in europe it does I mean, in in europe folks so again is changing the scene now it is it still dominates would please check out the numbers <laughs> you remember your friend called Do you remember? <laughs> What I said? Okay, okay. So that that is a very specific problem. So a friend of mine called the other day. He is in UK, Bradford, I think. Right. Uh, so they have a Audi Q7 and a Tesla Model X. What was the waiting period on Model X? A year. Then <laughs> again, 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 again. But that is yeah yeah a a hundred thousand pound product is not indicative of the market. Even Model Three, ask just just check out the waiting period on Model Three, on Model Y, on Model S, and Model X. Okay, everything. okay. First thing, waiting period is not indicative of more sales. Okay, not, let me let me tell you this: how many how many Teslas have been sold till December twenty twenty? Do you know that? No, eight hundred thousand. 
Okay, but eight hundred thousand. Because I I remember reading very recently that for for the last year, uh, more Volkswagen EVs were sold in in major EV markets in Europe okay. than Teslas and many others. That's why I'm saying this because see a hundred thousand profit. So that guy again, and that guy had a very specific problem. So he had to replace his Audi Q7. I get and that point. I get that. Wanted electric car, and there was no other option except Model X, which will seat seven. Right. So that was a very specific problem. So of course we asked him to look at the PHEV segment, with, with like Range Rovers and XC90s and all. Right. But but that's a specific problem. But my point is that uh, from what I remember, and if you want, I can actually pause the recording right now and check. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. So I'm actually tapping on the pause button. Let's settle this argument first. So after a quick pause, I am actually looking at an article by Autocar, which lists down the top-selling electric vehicles in Europe in 2020. Okay. And the top seller is Renault Zoe. So actually, both of us were wrong. Right. <laughs> but but uh, is it funny that I have never heard of Renault Zoe? Zoe. Okay. Even I don't remember very <laughs> clearly which one is Zoe, but it, I think it is one of those smaller cars. Okay. Uh, like. Cute, cuddly-looking, rounded cars. I I think I've, if if I remember right, okay. of course. But anyway, then the next best-selling model is Tesla Model Three. Uh, so of course, yes, Model Three is doing impressive with eighty-five thousand units. But right after that is Volkswagen ID Three, Hyundai Kona, Volkswagen E Golf, and if you look at just the Volkswagen Group cars on this list, so Volkswagen ID Three and E Golf. Add up to almost five thousand units more than Model Three, and okay. if you also add the e-tron, then they are uh, an additional thirty thousand units compared to Tesla. Right. That that's if you're talking about VW Group, the entire VW. Yeah, group. but but even if you just take Volkswagen as a brand, uh, that's like additional five thousand, five and a half thousand. That's what I'm saying because these are at a slightly lower price point compared to Model Three. True, and, and that's Tesla has been facing you know production volumes and all. Right. Of course. Those are those are major issues with Tesla. But point is, at the end of the day, cars of cars of some cars of some other brands are actually you know, at a higher at a higher percentage. That's uh, good news. Yeah. But anyway, whatever the numbers are, point is, Tesla as a brand is not the top selling EV. Right. And, anyway, and second it. second thing is, we we uh, got distracted. We took a tangent. What right. I was actually coming to is that while Nikola still Despite all the news and everything, is valued has a market cap of about five billion. I I feel odd about Remac because Remac I I think from from last year's last fundraise they are valued at about seven hundred uh, million or something. Right below one billion dollars. Yeah, I mean unless they've raised another round that is not publicly announced yet. Okay. Uh, I mean that's. Obviously, there is no news. Obviously, we can't know. Right. Uh, but unless that is the case, they they are actually valued below a billion, and that is odd considering first they ha- actually have a product out which is a costly product, attracts a very high tier of buyer, and has received good media coverage. Obviously, right. We we don't have access to a car that costs a billion. Remax is a legit company, right? Right. Plus, it 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 know, sells technology to so many different companies, and very unlikely companies in some cases. Like Hyundai itself is doing pretty well with their Kona EV and all in Europe, right? right? 
बट हुडाई ऑल्सो इज अ कस्टमर फॉर रिमैक्स एंड इज अ पार्ट ओनर is also yes a stake they have owner. 11% stake in yeah. the company i mean irrespective of how much it is point is honda is a buyer uh, honda is a customer and uh, this uh, volkswagen is a customer volkswagen is a customer konexeg is a customer right so volkswagen group it's right, not right. like just right, for right, volkswagen right. Yeah. it's for volkswagen group in fact there was a news that uh remark might buy bugatti from vw there might be some yeah, stock there, there was basically uh, or so stock so basically, basically the founder of remark visited uh, bugatti's uh factory in france right and uh, there was news that bugatti's next electric hypercar might be made by remark so which is big so remark is doing proper legit work right Yet, and and is bringing honda and volkswagen together right <laughs> <laughs> sort of international friendship remark is making for everyone uh, but point is that uh, I, i think the reason they are not valued that highly is simply because that company is not american that company is croatian right i think th- that that's the only explanation because people in my circles who are not car people they are at least aware of nikola right and they they don't even know whether it is a legit company or not and these people have not even heard the name of remark true So I mean I I I feel bad that the company started where it did. I mean of course it is impre- impressive that a, a company came out of Croatia which doesn't have a ecosystem as supporting as uh, US and a really young founder that I'm not aware of. Okay, he is in his 30s, early 30s. Okay, that in 20s I don't even remember. That, that that I'm not aware of. But the point is that this company deserves to be much much further ahead than uh, it is right now. Right. So that and it is developing its own powertrain, its own battery technology. Battery wasn't weren't they working with Neo or uh, some Chinese, Chinese company? But they they but nevertheless, but the they are putting in the work. Is, yeah, they are putting in the work. Uh, Pininfarina Automobili, the, the Batista, the hypercar, electric hypercar. Right. That. Basically, the entire underpinning is by Remark. Right. Right. So yeah, I mean it's pretty strange. Yeah, I mean Remark deserves to be higher than where it is. we know electric cars in in united states they the, the stocks are traded like startup companies tech world from the tech world you, you don't see you don't see that kind of uh, enthusiasm enthusiasm <laughs> and and chaos uh, for uh, in the public markets like that kind of frenzy is typically seen in in private private equity world that that kind of frenzy is not seen in public markets generally right uh, but anyway tesla has started making an exception and and many are cashing in Right. So yeah. Oh, in the, on the topic of unlikely partnership, uh, Volkswagen and Ford are working together on their Volkswagen which platform MEV. MEV. So basically, they announced this partnership in 2020. Hmm. Uh, yes. So at the end of 2020, September. I don't know. I don't remember the uh, month. But what uh, the partnership? You know, if you say I don't know, and then you go on to tell everything about everything. I don't remember the specifics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but Volkswagen is going to use the uh, autonomous driving technology, which is being developed by Ford. Okay. And Ford is going to use uh, their MEV platform uh, for developing their cars, passenger cars. So basically, to bring down cost together. Yes, that's that's the. So how in a couple of decades we have come down from from uh, making cars that will last you forever to bringing down the cost to a minimal so that you keep moving on. 
and bringing enemies together yeah competing like, like these are these are very very really unlikely partners like Volkswagen and Ford Hyundai and Volkswagen these are these are very unlikely partners that's how it is going to be sorry one major thing we missed we one major thing we missed and you mentioned it okay. uh, triumph is working on oh, some other thing like that, that that was this, this news came out today i guess at the time of recording so t1 T1 electric motorcycle project okay so uh, triumph has been working on this electric motorcycle project for the last 2 years since 2019 i guess and a lot of different partners are are involved in this whole project the partners from like the motorcycle space or partners no, from no, no, other no. domains all other domains completely so uh, university of warwick is working Hmm. So then there is this company called uh, Williams Engineering, okay. which which has been uh, developing a lot of EV technology for E Formula E cars. If you remember, okay, I, I obviously I remember. Yeah, Formula E is big deal, lah. <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> But anyway, so basically Williams Engineering, I uh, they are developing the the battery and uh, the motor and everything is developed by another company and uh, Triumph, and it is backed by the UK government. Oh yeah, it's being funded I'm, by I'm actually like like we have mentioned on a couple of episodes in the past as well. I'm actually I'm not as excited about electric cars. Maybe part of it is uh, has to do with the fact that I don't drive on a daily basis. But I'm actually very much looking forward to riding a lot of electric motorcycles. And you'll be very interested if I tell you the the purported I don't know the 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 figures they have quoted as of as of now. So the, the figures are irrelevant for electric because the oh, torques are ridiculously high. Yeah, yeah, right. Listen to me. So it's not a very heavy motorcycle. It's going to be two hundred and twenty kilograms or some or or some somewhere near that. So that's like every other motorcycle these days after Euro five. Hundred and eighty horsepower and that kind of torque. Right. And very nimble and things like that. Right. Right. So basically, the kind of liter class comparable performance. So you're not going to like miss that petrol engine. The the performance that you get out of petrol engine motorcycle. No, I am looking forward to electric motorcycles because I am expecting much better acceleration. Another thing, it's uh, they said that they they have a fifteen kilowatt hour battery they will have they are developing, and it will charge in twelve minutes to eighty percent, which is very nice. With with a fast charger, obviously. Twelve percent, twelve twelve minutes is like ridiculously fast. Not as if, fast as filling up a petrol uh, tank, but, yeah, but not twelve, as bad. Twelve minutes is like having tea on the side of the road. Right, right. It, you can live with that. And two twenty kilos is not very heavy. Right. We know that a liter class motorcycle weighs somewhere near two hundred kilos. And that, 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 those are the quoted numbers. So uh, typically, it weighs around two twenty to twenty five only with exactly, all the fluids right. and everything. Right. Yeah. And here we have a electric motorcycles which are supposed to be heavy. But they are saying 220 kilos and that kind of performance. I am very. Yeah. I mean, even if it is below 250, I think they they are in in the ballpark. They are not. It's going off. to be a very exciting motorcycle, and it looks like the street triple. So, ah, street triple looks sweet. But the pricing is going to be. I, I mean, initially, uh, obviously, and, and like right now, you look at all the electric counterparts in in the car world, and they are costlier. Right. Uh, even in the the scooter world, because obviously in India we have mostly seen uh, decent products in 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 scooter space only, so they are obviously costlier. So that's a given, but at least that is a step forward. So that's good. Right. We want more traditional companies to look into this. 
I think I think uh, I, I mean I don't know what Zero has uh, planned for future, but I mean there is a very good market for electric dirt bikes globally and not just in US. Okay. And like like the kind of folks we ride with uh, on on the motocross track, they often leave their motorcycles. They don't care about their range and everything. Right. They just want something quick that can like slide around the corner uh, with a with a massive uh, sort of rooster tail. Right. So I mean, something electric, uh, dirt bike kind of thing, or electric dual sport kind of thing would work great for them, and I'm sure they'll be willing to put their money on it. A lot of people who have ridden electric MX bikes have come very excited about it, very right. impressed. Right. right. I want to try it. <laughs> yeah, because because of course, like, uh, and and this is these are obviously the people we we see on a weekly basis. Their usage, they they leave the motorcycle at the track. Right. They just ride around the track, or they uh, if they are taking it to an event, they they put it on a on a uh, on a trailer or right. a pickup truck. In fact, I was very excited about the Harley Livewire as well, but and I narrowly missed test riding that motorcycle. Yeah, right. But anyway, yeah. I, the the other day, uh, someone we ride with, uh, he, he mentioned that actually there are a lot of companies working on electric motor motocross bikes, and there are a lot of products in Europe, including Cake. I think I have heard. Yeah, Cake, uh, Cake plus couple of other brands he mentioned. I think let's let's drag him in on on a podcast. That would be nice. Yeah. Because uh, I I don't know he had done his uh, homework about electric uh, motocross bikes. Okay. <laughs> he had done quite a lot of homework because he 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 went on for like ten fifteen minutes about. And clearly we haven't. <laughs> yeah, of course we haven't. So he has done the homework so that that uh, like fits perfectly well with uh, how lazy we are. Okay. Plus yeah, he's a, he's a nice company to have. So let's let's call uh, Irfan over sometime for one one of the episodes. Right. Right. So I, I guess that's it for for yeah, this yeah, episode. We are far beyond the time limit. <laughs> yeah, but but longer episodes are working for us. Oh, is that? Yeah. So, okay. And again, sorry. Before we end the episode, I'm gonna give a plug to uh, Hubhopper, the the platform where we host. Right. Yeah, because it's it's free, and if if we can do it, you obviously can. Uh, I'm gonna put a link to Hubhopper Studio in in the description. Uh, so it's hubhopperstudio.com. The link is in bio, and you can simply start your podcast there. There is no hosting cost. You can host two different podcasts. We are barely scraping by with one, <laughs> uh, and they also take care of the distribution and other bits. So that's pretty good. Uh, just check out in the link. And we'll see you as soon as possible. I'm not gonna come at a time now. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening. Please, uh, wherever you are listening, uh, just leave a review, rate us. Even if you're gonna criticize, just leave a review or send us a mail. Uh, you can reach us at hello at octane101.com or akshay at octane101.com. Right. And yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Take care.